Welcome to the Work Talk Podcast. My name is John. I'm the host, and this is talks with people in the Bay Area about their jobs, their business, their personal projects, what drives them, their mindset. And in this episode, oops, I talked to Pete A. Turner. He's a podcaster, which is very interesting because we talk a lot about podcasting, how he started, and we even exchange ideas as someone who has like 12 episodes and he has like 300 or 1,000 or something like that. He's done it a lot longer, so we exchange some ideas. He gives me some tips, which, which is pretty helpful, but he gives his background on how he started, where he's going, the shows he's doing, and his background, by the way, he's a, he was a spy, and he used to be in combat. He's got shot at, so he's a badass motherfucker. We didn't talk too much about that. We kind of delve into it, but maybe, uh, I, you know, he, if, if you want to learn more about that, check out his stuff, but that's this episode of the Work Talk podcast. So let me shut up now and introduce our pod sesh, Pete A. Turner. Pete, welcome to the Work Talk podcast. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, listeners, and I started this 32 days ago. I went on Twitter, started talking with people, and then Pete was one of the first people I started chatting with. And instantly you're asking, you're saying, hey, how could I help? Hey, maybe you should interview this guest. So I really yeah. appreciate you supporting my humble podcast. <laughs> well, it's my <laughs> pleasure to be on. Anytime I can support someone who's doing this kind of thing, I want to do it. I want to be part of it. Sweet, sweet. Tell, tell the listeners and myself about your work. Well, so I've got to say this just because it's a big piece of my background. I was a spy in the Army. I've done a lot of combat time, 70-plus months in combat zones. I've talked to incredible people along the way, and that is a foundation for what I've done. So because of that, I've interviewed thousands of people in a dozen countries. So I've got a big background in interviewing, and I wanted to do something with my experience, tell the story. Because, look, when I say combat, you have no idea what to really think. And so I have to try to explain this thing. Like, why is it so hard? Why do we struggle? Why, why don't we get the results we want? That's kind of my job. Because I know what the ground truth is. And that. so a lot of times, one of my big things is like theory is up here and policy and ground truth is so far, they can't. it's impossible to even understand. So that's the basis for everything that I do, whether it's cultural work or working, helping corporations hire veterans better um, or, or running my shows, the Popping the Bubble show or Break It Down show, which are my two main podcasts. Right. I, I think when I was reading about you, I was like, geez, this guy, I was like slightly intimidated. But in the same time, I was kind of wowed. I was kind of like, this guy got some pretty fucking badass stories probably. I do. Uh, I do. That's what <laughs> And right now you do, you do two podcasts. And you do consulting work with companies. Yep. Yeah. You, two, you work on both of them very equally. How, how does how do you manage all that? Who? Well, you kind of have like a portfolio career. You don't. You're not just someone who has a regular job. Yeah. No, I can't because uh, you know veterans struggle to have a regular job. So I've been like a wild horse for so long. I'm really not employable in the traditional sense. Um, they don't want me, and I frankly don't want them. I, I'm always willing to work at a job, but what seems to work best is me doing work to show what I can do and to display see, my skills. You know? Yeah, if it's for some reason you're boxing me because I was a veteran, then let me go and just do my own thing. Right, 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 right. Or like, uh, we don't want you to make any calls on your own. We don't trust your judgment. And I'm like, my judgment kept me alive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been on a thousand combat patrols. You know, my yeah, you're in Iraq. You were in, yeah. You're in the heat of it. You're yeah. getting shot at too, oh, right? All the time, all the time. And I don't mean that to brag, but it's just a fact. Like, you know, when you've been on as many patrols, you've seen it all. You've been, you've had 
bombs, everything, all of it, all of it yeah. has happened. So, I, all right, we got to do another podcast with you, just telling some war stories. All right, yeah, and sure. whatever you can tell us. Oh, it, it's all I can tell all of it. Anything I can't tell, I don't talk about anyhow. And there's things I can't talk about, but I just don't. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and listeners, I, I want to give you some context in case you're not watching this on YouTube. Pete is outside in the beautiful weather right now. So if you hear some birds chirping or dogs barking, that's why. Yeah. And, and nice a shout out to, today. yeah, it, it's nice here in um, my area too. Uh, and if you're a veteran listening to this, Pete has a lot of insight on helping veterans. So reach out to Pete if you have some career advice or want some, have some questions you want answered. Yeah, please. Yeah. Anybody who's got wants help with culture, podcasts, veteran things, I, I, you know, I, that's what I do. I help people out. That's awesome. Yeah. So from all the from the work you're doing right now, what is something that's really memorable for you? <sighs> that's a great question. What's memorable? What's memorable is look. I was just talking to my buddy John, and when mm -hmm. I came back, I couldn't get hired anywhere. Right, a thousand applications, never got an interview anywhere. So um, I had to become That's a handyman. crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, it is crazy. And, and it's not like I don't have skills. I have a lot of skills. Mm -hmm. So, um, and anybody wants to look and look down my LinkedIn profile, you'll see. But and we went from four years ago at World Cup in a Mountain Mike's Pizza doing odd jobs. And we were taking a break eating Mountain Mike's Pizza to last night. I'm talking to world famous musicians who want to be on my show who are like, hey, there's Pete and John, my, my other co-host. And uh, you guys got to meet these guys. So we've gone a long way in four years. So wherever you're at, you can do it. You can have a great idea and do something that you're passionate about. It doesn't mean you, you slide all in and, and, and just say, I'm just going to do this and discard, disregard everything else. Like you need help. You need to have some success along the way. And we've, we've had that. So the most memorable thing is just going, how did all of this happen? I'm just going to keep working hard and having these wonderful experiences. Yeah, who are some of those? Who, who are some of those artists? Uh, well, we had Stuart Copeland from The Police, and like you can't be more more notable than that. Like that's one of the most successful drummers of all time. Any list, he's in the top ten. Uh, that's just one. We sat sat in his house and had a great conversation. But what takes this? This is the thing that's different for us. Is when we're done with him, he stands up and says. That's probably the best interview I've ever had. And this is a guy that's been <laughs> interviewed a thousand times, you know? So those are the things uh, his partner, Andy Summers, said, said the same thing. He's like, this was a great interview. You guys are so, you're so good at this. Thank you for coming and talking to me. You know, that's, that's, those are the things that stick. And we hear it all the time. I mean, we're just, we've, we're good at it. We, we know what to do. We can describe how to do it. Mm, and we mm. repeatedly get told, wow, that was an hour. And they look around like, wow, that, let's do that <laughs> again. You know, so that's, that's our standard. And, and that's what, that's what I like to, to ruminate on. Those are my KPIs. Those are my mm, key performance mm. indicators is, are the guests blown away? And they are. So I keep doing it. That's awesome. That's what, that's your kick. That's your oxygen. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's the, that's the break it down show, right? Right. right. That's, yeah, that's primarily the break it down show I was talking about. Popping the bubbles a little more startup based and mm -hmm. technology based. So we're looking at emerging technologies. We're looking at founders and the people in that world. So it's not that that world has stars in it, but we're not necessarily looking for those stories. So I would love to interview Jeff Bezos or whoever, but it's, <laughs> man, yeah, that is one of the best entrepreneurs right now. Oh yeah. All the stuff he's for doing. Sure. I want to grab some of the people that five years, 10 years from now, I'm like, yeah, we had them 10 years ago. So we're, we look at a slightly mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. uh, pedigree of guests, but it's uh, mind blowing. The stuff we learn on that show. It's incredible. 
yeah, listen to some of the podcasts talking about stem, micro stem cells, devices, all this stuff. It's really yeah. cool. Check yeah. it out, pop in the bubble. But then Break It Down show, that is like a variety show, right? Because it sounds like you talk about a, a bunch Everything. of different things. I feel like I'm almost listening to a radio talk show. Yeah, well, that's what we want it to be. We want it to be a conversation that you want to be part of. And so we for sure talk about combat all the time. And I get deep into combat. So like sometimes it's going to be over your head. But, but I don't care because that's not my job is to figure out like, I have to keep the guests up to speed, but sometimes I have to get out in front of the guest so then I can color in up to where we got to at that point, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm, like if mm -hmm. this conversation is an A to E conversation and we're talking at the E level, other shows are going to get you from B to C to D, you know, all the way up to that E level. So okay, okay. there's combat stuff in there. There's artists, all kinds, all kinds of artists, whether it's musicians, painters, movie makers, writers, screenplay writers, everything. Um, comedians, all kinds of stuff, because life is a mosaic, and so Sweet, each yeah. each show is a tile, and we put that tile in the wall. And sometimes we're over on the left side of the of the uh, of the show, you know, talking about um, you know social issues, and sometimes we're over here talking about combat. Sometimes over here talking about love, and you mm -hmm, just keep mm -hmm. putting tiles in, and you're just reflecting what the world is. I like that the mosaic. I like that description. Yeah, yeah, we figured that out <laughs> early. It worked. <laughs> So maybe my podcast will end up looking like yours in the future. It, it inevitably will. <laughs> I have a more linear approach, you know, where it's more of a thin thread. But that's yeah. fine because a thread you can make a tapestry with a thread. You know? Yeah. How many how many episodes have you done so far and break it down? We put up two sixty nine today. I'm at twelve. They, you know what? I was at twelve at one point. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how it was when you first when you first started podcasting? I want to hear kind of the origin stories of of how you were in the beginning stages. It's ridiculous. We got so lucky. I mean, between my, my, my partner, John and I, we just, we knew enough people that knew people that we were able to get into rooms that we were amazed already from the start. Cause people are like, yeah, sure. Because look, when I ask people, I, I, I say, I, I want to invite you. I want you to be my personal invitation to come on my show. And I want to talk to you about what you do. And people just open up with that. You know, and I also say, look, and, and, and this is true. A lot of the people that have been on, like, tell people that you're a veteran and that veterans listen because we want to talk to those people. We want to interact with them. Mm. So I say that and and uh, not everybody says yes. But when people say, like, how did you get so and so like they don't talk to anybody? I'm like, I asked. I asked them and, and mm. they say yes. So even at show 12, we were already getting grammy winners and all kinds of people our musical guests have sold i think we're going to hit a billion albums um sometime probably this year we'll hit a billion albums sold from all of our musical guests that's sweet how did yeah. you how did you make those connections i worked at it you know like it's it's, <laughs> uh, it's the personal network which is always growing okay, okay. it's um researching where people are at and talking to them and i've reached the point now where pr companies are aware of who we are and they come to us and they're like hey like, um, yeah, I, I can say this. We're going to have Danny Trejo on the show, you know, and everybody loves Danny Trejo. I mean, he's, he's that actor. He, he's like the scary Mexican actor guy. He's long hair. So he's, he's always doing projects. And so their company that, that does his PR is like, yeah, you guys do a great job. We want to have Danny on the show. Like, okay. So right. just, it grows into that by approaching it from 15 different ways. And that's, that's the same mm -hmm. thing as mm -hmm. my work. I want to have my network when I'm spying so strong that the information just comes to me. If the information is coming to me, then it's a, it's a better quality experience. So I just try to build relationships and trust and then the things that I need come.
I see. So I see the connection. Like if you can do all those connect, making connections with people, and when you're in combat, like this is nothing. Well, it's still something, but yeah, I know I can do it in harder situations for sure. It's still, I, I don't want to lie and say it's easy. I put a lot of time and work into yeah. it, like you do, you know, into your guest care, guest management. Like here's what's going to happen. Right? I just have to be, I just got to be a negligent husband and I'm, and I could do this. So easy. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> so, have- that's the secret, everybody. Just got to be a negligent partner. <laughs> I can't talk to you, honey. I got to talk to my guest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'd rather talk to Pete than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write this 20 minute email so that, you know, yeah, exactly. I do that all the time. I'm constantly engaging. Yeah. If you looked at my spreadsheet for like, which I had to build a spreadsheet for guest management because there's people that are like a year into the future. There's three months away. There's six months and there's people that I'm just searching for. So you got to work all that. And you have to organize that work. And the only yeah. way to do it is a spreadsheet. And it's huge. I, I like, oh, and I constantly have to go through it. So whatever you're doing now, expect that to get a lot harder. All right, I'll come to you for some tips and best practices. <laughs> no, what, what, no, I'm learning from you. You're doing a good job. <laughs> and what drives you though? Like, I, so you know you could do it, but what what makes you want to keep at it? Well, look, I'm not going to lie and say it's all easy because nothing in life is. Mm. It's hard, and there are days when I wish we made more money because we don't make a lot of money. And the money you do make, you're like, you know, you can't be extravagant. You've got to invest it back into the the business somehow. So. That part's not easy at all. And it's a struggle for sure. Like we're always trying to, everybody's trying to figure out how to monetize and some people have figured it out and that's wonderful. We haven't gotten to that point. So we make some money, but we need to make a lot more. And that fuels me is like, I know we're figuring it out. Our machine, I'm always talking like I'm tweaking the machine and it's getting better and uh, it's constantly improving. So I can continue to do this. If, If it wasn't getting better, I would have to stop, but that's not the case. So that's one of the things that fuels me, and it's a lot of fun. God's mm-hmm. honest truth. It's I yeah. Find I see, you always talk about your interest. You're interested in people's stories, and same thing with me. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of nerdy about that. I like reading people's stuff. I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. I read local bloggers. And, oh yeah, no. I mean, yeah. you want to read about my stuff? I got stuff all over the place on Medium, on LinkedIn. I'm always writing things, and I try to write. I don't have enough time. I wish I did, but. I try to write about the experiences because they're so incredible. Like John and I, or Sandra and I, depending on which show it is, we'll sit back and just be like, Oh my God, like we'll cry. All these things happen. So like that is my life. I am, I am not wealthy, but I am enriched by mm-hmm. the experiences from mm-hmm. having these podcasts. It's wonderful. Yeah, I agree. I started paying people $5 on Amazon to just give me their feedback who watch my podcast. Yeah. And I just kept asking people, tell me what you think. That's my KPI. I just want some comments of people who said sure. that was either enjoyable, I learned something, I know about a resource I could take advantage of, or yeah. I was inspired. And most of the time, what hands down, what most people said was is just listening to the people's stories. And, and that was what they were mainly in, interested in, in doing. So I kind of wrote a mission statement. Nice. When someone says, why should we listen to your podcast? What's it all about? I say it's, my podcast is about enjoying, learning, and being inspired by the Great. stories of the of what people do for a living. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, those are the things you have to have. People ask me all the time what my my podcast about. It's about what you like. It's about life. Yeah. You know, we gather yeah. perspectives and to illustrate life. That's really what it is. You know. Right. And then if there was one thing, and I know you have a lot of young people in your audience, so I'll say this: when you're trying to figure out what it takes, right? Understand that nobody cares. And I don't mean to be hard about mm. that, but that's true. Nobody cares until you can make something they care about. How do you do that? Well, look, 
everybody has a great idea. Everybody's got a song. Everybody's got a book or a movie. Everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then the next thing is execution. Can you write yes. that book? Right? Yes. And then once you've written a book, honestly, nobody cares. You know, like you're going to sell it to your friends and family. And if it breaks out, that's great. But that's largely out of your control. It's next is the repetition. And if you can repeatedly do this, like do 250 shows, you know, like for you, get to 30, get to 50. So 13 is where most people quit for podcasts. So congrats. Oh, really? All right. All right. Yep. I got my two next guests lined up this week. So yeah, I'll pass the you're, 13. You're going to go right by it, I'm sure. <laughs> and then uh, 52, right? Got to get past like a year's worth of shows. We do one a week. And then after that, like, you know how to do it. So, so that's the thing for you. So constantly get better and keep repeating and just invest in yourself all the time. Like those reps, it's like being in the gym. Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. you can't go to the gym and get swollen one day, you know, it's right. Life. Right. You're always getting better. You're always learning new exercises, trying new things, breaking through plateaus. It's, it's never about one moment of brilliance. And if you do happen to catch that wonderful. But yeah. you don't plan for that. You plan to work harder than everybody else. And if you're not sure if you are, then you, that's where you have to improve. How can I work harder? How can I, how can I produce more efficiently? Yep. Yep. Exactly. You're giving me goosebumps, Pete. I love yes. those <laughs> goosebumps. <folks. laughs> that's hand, everyone says the same thing. How, how does someone get into this field? Just, just start. Just start, start doing it. Start yeah. and, and do not stop and, and do more than what you think you can do. And the other thing and advice I always give out is to go slower. Slower oh, is always better, especially, at, yeah, well, and if it's a host, right, your job is to control the meter of the interview. Like if I get too amped up and tweaking and going too fast, you got to go, hold on a second and <laughs> put the brakes on things. Okay. So slower is always better in these kind of podcast environments. Um, and in general, a lot of things that are performance-based, if you're slow, you can always speed up. But if you're going too fast, it's you just kind of get like a it's break It's weird train. to slow down after. Huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm, yeah. That's good to think about. You know, one of my ideas for my podcast is I'm going to have these pillars. One of it is talking to people from various careers like this. Mm -hmm. The second pillar is to talk to recruiters and hiring managers about getting a job, networking. Yeah. Yeah. Then the third pillar, I'm going to call it the regulars. It's going to be people who are on my show every week who are also doing some type of project like mine. And we're going to literally talk like strategy, like chess, like <laughs> what are we doing? And we might eventually once in a while have a guest who's higher than us come in sure. and kind of mentor us and we just record that whole round table conversation i think all that stuff's great you know and yeah. if it's not the world's gonna let you know but who cares like i yeah. you know some shows are better than others i clearly don't have any idea because i'll be like that one's terrible and there'll be like <laughs> thousands kind of subjective of sometimes yeah they're like, they're <laughs> like you know what just create it and put it up there and just keep on going you know and, and yeah. you're gonna have so many ideas just you're gonna have to do less again you have to slow down like i can't do all of these great ideas mm, i can't write youtube videos like right contacting right. people meeting people at like live events right yeah at some point you're like i can't do all of it what am i doing and then you you winnow and yes. then you like okay let me improve this you know right listeners i think it's really interesting because when i'm talking to pete his main thing is doing podcasts and i'm doing podcasts so it's very reflective and and as you're talking, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, I feel like there's, there's too much things I want to do. I, I created, I want to start writing articles. I want to start going to uh, chamber of commerce meeting business. Yeah. I forgot the name. I can't even talk right now. But like, <laughs> Go slower. Go slower. Not time. Go slower. Exactly. Uh, and then I have my day job. So right. it's hard yeah. to manage yeah. it. It's, it's what, I, what, go ahead. 
I was gonna say, what advice would you have for someone who wants to start a podcast? I mean, I could tell the audience, and I have a vlog where I'll talk about my perspectives on starting a podcast. Yeah, but I'll have you talk and share. If someone, a listener, is wanting to do make a podcast as well, what's your advice? Well, first off, reach out to me anytime on Twitter, and you know this at P A Turner, right? And I'll talk to you. Yes, I will help. Uh, or, or hashtag America's favorite spy. That's right. Hashtag America's favorite <laughs> spy. We're gonna make that your. You. We're gonna make that your thing. I'm gonna, Phil, I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna get is it Phil? Right away. Phil's, yeah, Phil made that up. Right. I don't know who Phil is, but shout outs to Phil. Phil Green has a podcast I'm helping him with called What's in Store, and he's gonna take emerging technologies and how they affect the retail space. I mean, it's incredible oh, all of these hmm. things that are coming. Phil's a buddy of mine. So yeah, um, yeah emerging technologies like VR. All of it, like uh, oh, okay. micro cameras that look at dwell time at a rack and you figure ah. out how people move through a store, what what they look at I and see. everything. To improve, so to improve the operations of the business, the efficiencies. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and okay. to monetize position on racks like these racks oh. here have a longer dwell time. You know, there's, there's a company we have popping the bubble. The episode hasn't come out yet, but these guys have figured out how to measure the mouse movement and track that in terms of like what happens in buying patterns. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's all about data nowadays. We, have, yeah. we could have this ability to do all these things and predict behavior. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really cool. So you asked me about podcasts, something I forgot what you said. Yeah, if you, what advice would you give for someone who wants to do a podcast? Also go to Quora. I answer a lot of questions there. Pretty much all the questions that you have have already yeah. been answered. But um, in terms of gear, I always recommend – so look, you got to compromise. And you you know this. It happens. Like you're going to lose shows. You're going to have quality issues. So yep, you can't, yep. you can't I had one you show where one guy was completely like almost frozen. Yeah. And I said, let's just do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. And. You know, you, you you record it and see what happens. But here's here's my failsafe kit. It's a Zoom H5 and and a couple of Audio Technica headsets with mics, right? Because a lot of the guests that we have, mm -hmm. they aren't seasoned on the mic, and so they move around. But if the mic is attached to their face, oh uh, yeah, you yeah. know, it is a constant quality variable. And and even then, there's but I'm always about reducing variables. So oh um, smart, okay. And and so here's the thing with mine with my show is I can go anywhere and I want to be face to face across their table in their house because that's where they're comfortable. Right. Person. So, yeah, don't make them leave. Like wear your pajamas. I don't care. You know, sit there and relax. <laughs> and a lot of notable people, Tim Ferris doesn't have time to come meet you for coffee. And if he does, great. But I'm gonna get him first because I'm gonna be like, dude, you let me know when you have an hour and I will be there. You know, mm. and and that's that's a difference maker is being mobile and portable. Those are two different things. Like portable is in your backpack, mobile is I'll go right, and then just be versatile and be flexible. And if you could do those things, you will get people that other people won't. Yeah, mm. that's just how it is. And it's then it. you have to ask, you have to follow up, you have to find the words that get you that get you people. Like that's how you get guests. And then the three things you owe. There's three. There's as a host, you owe the guest to be prepared, to be ready, to hype their stuff for them. You owe the audience asking the right question. Keep coloring in so that like, when I say something, you're like, hold on, explain that, right? Where the, where the content is. And the third thing is, is what does the show need? Like mine, mm -hmm. I, 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 hey, don't forget, break it down show. I got to make sure I talk about us. So those are the three things you owe as a host. If you're not tracking see, those I things, see. okay, yeah, then, got then, it, got it. A lot of solid tips. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. believe in a lot of that too, and some of it I'm working on too. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. good. Like right now, you should be like, yeah, I'm talking P. Day Turner from the Break It Down Show. I'm popping the bubble, right? Like you have to say <laughs> that 
three times per episode. You have to do oh. it. Like you just, that's what mm. it takes. You say the, the, the book, you buy the book on Amazon and you show the book or you, you know, say, I'm going to put the link to the book in the show notes or whatever. So people can go and do it because you owe that to the guest for their time. You know, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So going really into the tactics of not just the content, but also the guests, the purpose of them here, the bigger picture, the mm -hmm. promotion of them. Yeah. Okay. I yep. get it. I get it. I'll yep. start incorporating some of that too. Yeah. I appreciate the knowledge. Yeah. You'll <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm actually going to start wrapping it up. Was there a point you wanted to, I was uh, say, to bring up? Like when you, as a host, when you, when you owe the audience and the guest, when you find something good, don't go past that. Don't be linear, dive down, ask questions for detail and get examples. So when I say I'm a spy, you got to go, wait, what? Hold on. Tell me about that. And then you explore that for as long oh. as you need to. And then you pull us out of that conversation, you know? So you have to find those points that are really interesting and spend time there and not on your piece of paper next to you that has your notes on it. Right. Yeah. Paper, yeah. Paper's bullshit. And, and the guest's piece of paper is bullshit. Get them off of their paper by asking them more detailed question right let me actually get a little meta then since we're talking about this like yeah that's something i do i don't have any notes good and i don't tell a guest i tell a guest generally what i'm going to ask but i don't tell them verbatim questions because i notice they may be, they may script it yeah uh but one thing to me is the time like when you mentioned the spy part i kind of did want to delve into it a lot and i didn't i decided not to just because i want it to be like 20 to 30 minutes but yeah. i'm open if it's longer yeah. And that's why I kind of, I ended up punting it and saying, Hey, maybe we should talk about this at another podcast. Sure. Yeah. No, I think, uh, that but I'm finding that balance. Like, man, I, I do people want to hear it. Should I, is it strained away from the overall flavor? Like that's a, that's something I'm constantly, uh, uh, pushing and pulling. You with. know, one thing that's really cool to do is take that and go, look, I was listening to Pete's show episode, whatever, go listen to that or go listen to his interview with Jordan Harbinger. Uh, they talk a lot about that and that'll cover the spy stuff. We're not going to cover that. We're going to go in this direction. Oh, that yeah, way, yeah. You're hooking Point them to a spot where they could find out more about it. Yeah, okay. And that's cool. Other podcasters will be like, wait, you drove traffic to my stuff. Awesome. Now you've got a friend, you know, uh, I like that. You're getting into the marketing and strategy side. See, I don't think about that stuff too much. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like Why that. answer the same question okay. and answer it a hundred times, you know? Yeah. So if they do want so listeners do want to find out about your spy stuff, where should they go? Well, they can definitely go to my LinkedIn. There's a lot of stuff there. You can go through the, the hundreds of episodes on the break it down show. That's <laughs> where most of it is. Or just ask me a question, go, go on Cora and ask me whatever kind of question you want. And I'll answer it to the best of my ability. I'm slow sometimes because I get asked a lot of questions, but um, if you grab my attention, especially if you grab my, Hey, I'm going to ask a question on Twitter. I'll do my best to answer it that day. Sweet, sweet. All right. Let me wrap it up with this last question. What's the next, the next thing for you? Uh, well, more podcasts. I got to put a show up tomorrow for popping the bubble and on Friday. We put a show up for break it down show and it just, it doesn't, that's, what's always next. Just keep growing it. Episode. Those two. Yeah. Right. You know, video, I want to do more video. That's what I'm working on right now is trying to figure out how to put that into what we do and have it be quality. That's the next oh, thing. I see. Yeah. Cause I saw some of your YouTube videos of your podcast, but it's just the, it's like the image and then yeah. it was just the, the audio yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I want to be on YouTube, but I don't have the time or the resources to edit video right now. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I, yeah, I put a, a lot thing. of content up. It's, it's, it's meant for people like when they're doing the dishes or laundry or driving, yeah. you know, it's weird though. My, my audience, they all, most of them watch it on YouTube. And yeah. most of them don't use podcasts. 
And, yeah. But I use Pocket because I write BART, I work out. I don't have time to be on my phone and it eats up all my, <laughs> eats up all my battery. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to watch a fucking video. I'm like, I just want to hear it while I'm walking. Yeah. So that's why, that's how I got into podcasts and I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan has a podcast and he had a YouTube video. So that's why I said, huh, let me have both. And because I know a lot of my friends and guys, guess people my age and my cousins they yeah. don't listen to podcasts they just watch youtube so i said okay i'll make sure i have both yeah no you yeah. got to and then joe rogan has multiple channels of the same stuff so he takes his hour or three hours really and he chops it into pieces and it's like joe rogan's greatest hits joe rogan classics joe rogan controversy joe rogan you know and yeah. so like it's just inundating youtube it's the same content kind of strategy i would advise a client to do is how do you take the content you have and repackage it so that mm. it's discoverable, so that you can become familiar. Like, just because mm. you, again, nobody cares. So, like, if nobody knows you exist, and because you write a book, still no one cares. Like, you have to right. write and publish and produce, and and you've got to broadcast all the time to find your fans. Yeah, that, and that's why I do with my Instagram. I, whatever we talk about, I take sound bites and almost like commercials, and I just put it on Instagram. If I yeah. could put the whole thing on Instagram, I would, so that yeah. you could just see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like need to find out how you do that because I've got it. I've been meaning to do that, you know. And like you said, it's a full time job. Like you're like, okay, I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. Instagram really well, you know. I so. know. I like, like my. I I need some sleep. Like, <laughs> but it's it's fun. Yeah, uh, it Instagram's is. really really cool. Like the yeah the video stuff. I can always tell you how, how that is because I I always played around making videos since 2008 because I used to host video game tournaments. Yeah, and we would make videos. We record the video games. So I've always been into video. So it kind of came naturally for me. Yeah, my, my degree is in TV radio, so I know how to edit. I just don't know any of the modern software and, and like the right camera setup. So, you know, I'm going to yeah, figure my, it out. Yeah. But, yeah. but you can figure it out, yeah. When yeah. you make time for it on top of the millions of things <laughs> you've got it. going on, yeah. I see. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. All right, sweet. Thanks so much, Pete, for coming on to our show. And, and you know, it was almost like you giving me some like best practice <laughs> advice, which is great. Yeah, and no just kind of chopping shop with someone in a similar field as myself. You have a great background, awesome. Like listeners, check out his spy stuff. I think that alone could be a movie. I don't. Yeah. Pete, when's the book coming out? We'll, and that's we'll another project. <laughs> <laughs> it's being written. Actually, you know what I'm doing, and this is God's honest truth. I'm going to podcast it and and just make that podcast private, and just do an audio book because I just I'm not going to sit down and type it right now. I just don't yeah. have the time to. What about getting a ghostwriter? Just you talking to the ghostwriter? Well, that's didn't that's it all a in? lot of money to do that. Oh, okay. I mean, you're talking $30,000 to have someone do oh, it. Oh, okay. And then what if it doesn't sell? You know, like, and it's not uh, about fear, but you have to be practical. Like, am I going to sell enough? I got to pay that guy first, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I had no idea how much they cost. So. Oh, it's a lot of money. It's Never mind. I'm getting my little cousin to do it. <laughs> good. <laughs> that's a good. Everybody got to have a baby cousin that can write. <laughs> All right, and if people need to find you, they can find you at uh, Twitter, Pete A. Turner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can grab me on Facebook. You can grab me on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place. You can find me. I'm easy. Sounds good. And I'll put it all in the description notes and everything like that. Right, so. yeah. And I'm glad to uh, promote up what you're doing too on my end. So thanks you a lot Thank for you. having me on. Yeah, like I said, I really appreciate the support. So that's it, listeners. Thank you so much. Hopefully you found some insight. Pete, once again, take care. I'll be seeing you on the yes. digital world here and there. And maybe one day we'll meet in person. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. All right, sounds good. Take care. Take care, guys. Yeah.